Welcome to Tell of His Goodness. What are the strongest days of the week? Saturday and Sunday. Every other day is a weekday. Oh, like it's not strong. It's weak. It's a weekday. That's our oldest son, John Hudson. He brings a lot of laughter into our home. But his life has also taken us on a unique journey of seeing God's goodness even when things aren't good. In season one, we heard of God's goodness and salvation. But can we continue to tell of God's goodness even in the midst of trials? I'm your host, Carrie Stafford. In 2016, John Hudson was diagnosed with a severe heart defect. As I retell our story through my journals, prayers, and letters, my hope is that you will join me in saying yes, even in the midst of my trials. God is good. Episode 32 of Season 2, Scheduling Heart Surgery Number 2. June 27, 2016, Monday. It has just been confirmed that John Hudson's second open heart surgery, the Glen, will be next Tuesday, July the 5th. We had originally thought and been told it would happen around four to six months of life, most likely the end of September to mid-October, but his heart cath lab procedure showed the signs that we should go ahead and do the Glen heart surgery. My mind seems okay with it all, but my chest feels heavy, so I know I am overwhelmed and have anxiety about it all. Will you help me to rest in your perfect plan, Lord? Hebrews 1.3 tells me that Jesus upholds the universe by the word of his power. His throne is forever. He laid the foundations of the earth, and the heavens are the work of his hands. He remains the same, and his years have no end. Everything is in subjection to him, and nothing is left outside of his control, even though we do not see everything in subjection to him now. July 2nd, 2016, Saturday. Oh, I need you more than I could ever explain in my words. I feel it in the deepest part of my being. This transition into motherhood has been very challenging and revealed so much sin and selfishness. My will being taught to submit to your will constantly is not a pretty sight. John Hudson has been fighting sleep. When I see him fight against his needed rest, I see parallels to the believer, especially a young believer, to rest in Christ. As John Hudson's mom, I know he needs rest. Moms watch their children carefully and use every tactic in the book. Pacifiers, swaddles, the bob, music, lights off, swings, whatever it takes until they finally fall asleep. I want to fight to make my soul rest in the truth of God's word. And I want to do this for my brothers and sisters in Christ who aren't resting. I want to work this hard and outdo them in persistence until they find rest, giving them your word, not taking my eye off them, not stopping until I know they are resting in Christ, praying for them. Help me to rest in you. 
I started singing, "'Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus, just to take him at his word, just to rest upon his promise, and to know, thus saith the Lord. How true are these words. It is so sweet to trust in him, so restful. Why do I fight trusting when it's so restful and sweet and for my good? Help me, Lord. I wrestle with trusting you in the small things like John Hudson's crying or pumping or having to stay home on a Saturday when I want to be going and doing. Help me, Lord. If I can trust you with my soul and my eternity, I can trust you in my day to day. July 4th, 2016, Monday. It's July 4th, and Nick and I are getting ready to take John Hudson to the hospital because of more blood in his stools. Then tomorrow is his second open heart surgery, the Glen. I'm tired, Father, both physically and mentally. I need help trusting you. Not because you are not completely trustworthy and constant and faithful, but because I am sinful, rebellious, and forgetful. Fill my mind with your truth today, tomorrow, and the rest of this week. You are so worthy to be trusted with every single detail. This trial is for our good. Please let the trials draw me closer to you and let them produce endurance, character, and hope rather than fear, bitterness, and despair. Here is a list of small blessings I can already see today. 1. Today is a holiday, which means Nick is off work and with me. 2. Our doctors and nurse practitioners are so kind and helpful, letting me know we're not a bother, checking in on us, and telling us what we should do so that we don't have to sit around and wonder. 3. Though fussy at times, John Hudson doesn't seem to be in a crazy amount of pain currently. 4. We have a body of believers praying for us. 5. Coffee, a delicious breakfast, the sunroom in our house where I can sit to read, pray, journal, see your creation, and time to sit at your feet. I'm reading through 1 Kings, and I want to ask myself if I believe God to be the same God Solomon declares him to be in 1 Kings chapter 8, the God who keeps his covenant and shows steadfast love to his servants who walk before him with all their heart. Here is my prayer based off Solomon's prayer in 1 Kings 8, 56-61. Bless you, my God, who gives my soul eternal rest. Not one word of your good promises have failed. Be with me, Lord. May you never leave me nor forsake me, that you may incline my heart to you to walk in all your ways and to keep your commandment and statutes and rules which you commanded my fathers before me. Let these words of mine, which I have pleaded before the Lord, be near to you both day and night, And may you maintain the cause of your servant as each day requires, that all the people of the earth may know that the Lord is God. There is no other. Let my heart be wholly true to you.
I love Solomon's proclamation about God and his prayer here in 1 Kings 8.56. It says, not one word has failed of all his good promise. How many words have I spoken that have failed or not come to pass? Countless. Whether I spoke something in haste or just couldn't make it happen, whether it was just totally a fail on my end or maybe outside circumstances like sickness caused me to have to go back on what I said. Not with God. Not one word, not one single promise has failed or will ever fail. What a comfort this is when you're faced with so many twists and turns in your day. And his promises aren't just little deals made here and there like, I'll be there for dinner next Friday, or they're not conditional either. Like, I'll be there for you if you make all the right choices today and have a good attitude. His promises to his children, they're big promises, and they're not based on how well we perform. I will be with you always. I will never leave you nor forsake you. I'm preparing a home for you. I'm bringing you to completion. I'm always interceding on your behalf. I am coming back and bringing my children to a place with no more tears, pain, sorrow, or death. How kind, how constant. Lord, incline our hearts to you. Let our hearts be wholly true to you. And at the end of my life, when they ask me why I was different, I will testify with all.